Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, it's Richard Horvitz, the voice of Invader Zim. Aye, 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 Alpha 5 and hey, Billy from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And you are listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Canned Air, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I am Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today... From the comic, the IDW comic, Godzilla Rivals versus Batra, we first welcome artist Oliver Ono to the show. Oliver, thank you so much for being here, man. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. And then a little bit later, we're also going to be welcoming writer Rosie Knight to the show. So stick around for that. But before uh, she joins us, we're going to be in our retro roundtable just talking about some of our favorite kaiju monsters. I think we've done this before, but I think it was a long time ago, one. And two, I think uh, we missed a lot of, a lot of opportunities for oh, conversation. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one I've got. It's going <laughs> to... We'll just get to it later. Oh, that's... Oh, boy. <laughs> well, if that isn't intriguing, I don't know what is. I'm a little scared, Jeremy. <laughs> but then after we do that, we're going to turn our attention over to Oliver and Rosie to talk more about Godzilla, Rivals versus Batra. But before we do anything, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you want to show some support, head over to our website, CandairPodcast.com. Where for, uh, there are two links you can support us. There's the t-shirt or the merch link where you can get the new t-shirts we have up. Stickers amazing. and mugs with them, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. okay. The, the design's on everything, yes. not just shirts. Yep. Okay, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then our uh, Patreon page, which there's also a link for on our website, or you can just search on patreon.com, just search Pod. And five ten dollars a month gets you access to hours and hours and hours of shows that are just sitting there waiting on you people. So take advantage of that. Uh, what else am I forgetting? So if you got a spooky story, mm. it's about that time of the year. We want to hear it. So uh, doesn't matter if it's Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs, the creepy guy that lived in your basement, whatever. We want to hear it. So uh, yeah, you got some different <laughs> shit going on at home. It would seem. We'll talk about that later, Randy. <laughs> but yes, if you do have those stories, shoot them our way. Info at candarepodcast.com. We want to hear them. We want to get you on the show. And uh, what and, else? And also, evergreenpodcast.com. Check us out there, all the other great shows. And uh, yeah, happy to be part of that network. There it is. In a nice little package. Let's just kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Do it. Do it. Come on. I'm here. Come on. Do it now. Oh, my God. It killed Kenny. All right. Favorite kaiju monsters from throughout pop culture. Uh, Jack, kick us off. I actually had a hard time trying to figure out which ones were my favorite. So I kind of grouped one group of them in from when I was a kid. I don't even know their names, but it was pretty much all the kaiju that Ultraman fought from the back in the old day. 
the old 70s series. I don't think I ever watched Ultraman. It was... Well, to watch it today, it's horrible, but <laughs> so freaking cool. But those monsters, they were always, I, I want to say they were probably some of the scariest looking ones from back in the were day. Were they not just like done up like Power Ranger bad guys? No, like, they were way better than Power Rangers. Were they? Yeah, Power Rangers are so off the wall and weird. I mean, was, they had some weird fucking monsters, yeah. didn't they? They Big were like, pig head walking them. around. Was, <laughs> we're getting to that, yeah. Okay, I figured, I figured. <laughs> My dude. <laughs> Did you uh, watch Ultraman, uh, Oliver, growing up? You know, I actually, I had, I had Ultraman, like, action figures and stuff. And I had, like, I had, like, a really big one. Like a, like a, maybe a 12 inch tall yeah. one. But I don't, I, I don't remember actually, like, watching that. I think that was just, like, stuff that was brought home to me from Japan. So. I see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I think there is actually, I've been meaning to watch, I think there is actually a newer, uh, like, anime that uses a lot yeah. of, like, CG stuff on um, oh, Netflix. That, there is. Yes. The yeah, only bad part is, looks... is Ultraman is he's not huge anymore. He's just normal guy size. It's basically an Iron Man. Oh, really? That's oh, no. the one bad part about it. Yeah. He, he doesn't grow anymore. Nope. No, I don't know why. Cause that was the big draw. He hold up his thing in the sky and all of a sudden ping, he's a giant dude, but not anymore. Hmm. Hmm. So growing up in the nineties, we had, I always thought it was Ultraman, but I, stand corrected now as i'm older it was uh super samurai cyber squad or something like that it looked like ultraman but he was a little bit more armory if that makes sense mm -hmm. and then there was did he like, almost look like an insect no you're thinking of common rider okay oh, common yeah, Rider's yeah, dope. i love that design but it was all like right around that time like when power rangers hit they they brought that vr troopers um oh, vr troopers <laughs> we <laughs> are vr vr troopers extreme bad beetle borgs yeah all the beetle borgs yeah. jesus <laughs> everybody was trying to cash in on, on uh well you know that they, they were all saban though so i mean yeah. it was just yeah. i am saban trying yeah. to yeah. make more money I I guess. this one and this one it's the, this one. It's the equivalent of just having like a large backlog to go through you know yeah, what i mean right. <laughs> all right oliver how about you man favorite kaiju uh honestly like i i grew up very much in the like cloverfield era so mm. like that one definitely stuck with me honestly just from and even if the movie doesn't necessarily like hold up as good now as it did like what in like 2009 it was like, something like that yeah the cloverfield monster i remember i had nightmares about that thing that thing was so crazy and and from the trailers like i remember just thinking like uh uh you you really couldn't tell what it looked like and obviously when you actually saw it, it was like not as cool as like it always lived in your head but, but yeah, <laughs> that, that held up that held a special place for me, for sure. I never did see. Okay, I, I did. I never saw the first Cloverfield, but I did see uh, well, well, John Goodman. Yeah, the Cloverfield Lane, where you never really see the monster. It's just about the psychopath in in, in <laughs> this bunker with this girl. Yeah, during okay. the events. But what what did it look like? Was it? I, I just pictured it looking like the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. <laughs> it's it's no, it's um, <laughs> it's kind of like a big. I don't know. It, it's almost insect-like, but it's uh, the that the fan base calls it just like clover. But she's like she's like a I don't even know like a big buggy crab-faced thing. It's it's really pretty creepy. It Sounds like. like my prom date. That, that, <laughs> probably maybe maybe you know. <laughs> Oh man, I need to watch that movie because that's the one where there was like Blair Witch style. Everyone's yeah, running like, with yeah, cameras. And, yeah. yeah, it's very shaky cam. Oh, 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 Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right. But yeah, that one, obviously all the all the Power Rangers stuff. But we already oh, yeah. like that's the obvious one. Like, well, I mean, you can, there's so many different monsters, though. I mean, feel free to pick any out if you want to, because I, I mean, it's easier with Power Rangers, I think, in my estimate to remember the bad ones more so than the good ones. Oh, well, specifically. Yeah. Oh, are you showing a picture of Clover? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it's creepy. Eight. That yeah, is that's creepy. Pretty I, yeah. Maybe I do need to watch that. That's sure. <laughs> I want to... Um, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's like 90 minutes of, of running and screaming and, and not ever getting a good shot, but, uh, but no, it's a good, it's a good movie in a, in a sort of fun way. But, um, but specifically if you're going to talk about the weird, the weird power Rangers monsters, Mm -hmm. there is like a sentient pachinko machine that absolutely (laughs) slaps. I love, I love the pachinko machine monster. I do not remember its name. It was in there. It was in Mighty Morphin. It was, was in Mighty it? Morphin. Okay. okay, that's the only ones that I remember. I don't remember any of the other ones. But yeah, they um, got stupid after that. I mean, hey, I guess some would argue <laughs> <laughs> against that, but hey, hey, I still enjoy them. I still love them. There's still Power Ranger stuff up. Actually, there's some of your Power Ranger stuff. There's on some of my old Power Ranger yeah, stuff on that. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> you got my hand me downs. <laughs> yes, I did. In the wrong age direction, I suppose. But well, whatever. I'll hand take me ups. Them. Yeah, there it is. I remember the the Power Ranger monster that was just a big like stoplight. Remember? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Arm and was legs. It a turtle or no? The, yeah, it did have a turtle, and the there was a stoplight on its on its back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of it was kind of Blastoisey. Um, yes. yes, yes, very much. <laughs> <laughs> and and every time that the every time that the light went red, like all it the froze. Rangers had to like freeze. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look this up on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or just binge the entire thing on yes. Netflix. That's the working. way to go. Yeah. Well, isn't I, I think the entire series is on like Netflix or something. It, yeah. It's it's like free streaming on something. But um, also the creepiest episode is the one with that with that moth, like the statue in the park, and like I think it's Zach. Zach is like creeped out by the statue in the park. And it like bursts open, and there's all these like moths that like come out of it. Yeah, was that like one of like the real early episodes? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty early, I think. Um, wow. But yeah, that one as a child, horrifying, horrifying. Yeah, I don't remember what the moth. I think the monster was just maybe a big moth, like moth guy. But but <laughs> the, the whole man. build up to the yeah, it was it was literally like a big moth man. But the build up to that, it was really really creepy for sure. Where is it that they, they have the Mothman statues? West in this, Virginia. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. Yeah, yeah. yeah stay out of there because I do have that big Mothman <laughs> statue right in the middle of town. I bring <laughs> no, back I some know. childhood fear. <laughs> but good picks, though. Uh, Randy, what you got, sir? All right. So you guys are going to make fun of me. No shock. No kidding. But, uh, <laughs> so my experience with Godzilla always started out, you know, my dad was huge in, in the 70s into it, but the only time I could get to watch it was with, you know, monster vision on tnt so i didn't get to see him a lot so my first experience was the big 1998 american godzilla movie and i remember it not because of the movie itself but the fucking marketing that went with it oh I mean, yeah you had you had jimmy <laughs> oh, yeah. page and p diddy remixing cashmere for that with the i think it was like come with me or something that, that was the best thing to come from that fucking that's movie. a peak Rodgers, culture peak yeah. culture okay or the freaking Taco Bell commercials with yeah. the freaking dog trying to trap the Godzilla in the little like um, box with box a stick. of free tacos or whatever. 
And then you like it was like uh, Monopoly at McDonald's where you rip it off and you could like win a trip to New York, which mm-hmm. yay. Um, <laughs> yeah, they thought that was going to be big stuff, uh, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was just the the marketing around that was so hype, and then the movie was like pretty much a Jurassic Park rip off. Yeah, because uh, didn't that stupid Chihuahua be like, "Here, these are yep, these yep, are these," yeah, or right. something yeah. like that? Then they have that Green Day. Was it? Brain Stew or something like that. that they oh, had. the soundtrack, I yeah. think. Yeah. That was a pretty good soundtrack. I though. think I have that CD somewhere. <laughs> you hear Godzilla screeching in the background of the song, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't the Wallflowers do a song for that, too? I don't know. Like, did they do Heroes for that? Probably. We can be heroes. I don't know. I have to Just look that shit up. one day. Probably. Because <laughs> that was about their time, too. Oh, man. And then didn't Godzilla in that movie laid all of its eggs in, in Madison Square yes, Garden? Yes. And, then it was and you late. think, how the fuck did that thing get inside there without breaking through the <laughs> top of it or tearing the place down and, like, get all these eggs in these, like, really intricate places? But Godzilla fans did get vindication because in... Uh uh, Godzilla Final Wars. They did have Zilla, the American yep. Godzilla, in there for like thirty seconds. He just got his ass kicked. Absolutely, absolutely wrecked. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is yeah, still yeah. the the Matthew Bodrick one. No, no, no. This oh, is sorry, sorry. I, I jump, jumped, uh, jump ship there. Okay. Well, understandably, <laughs> understandably. <laughs> but because they even made a cartoon out of that stupid. They did. Movie. Yes. Yep. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Godzilla had a different look. Huge, huge underbite. Like he mm. looked. I see what they're yeah. doing because they're trying to make, make him more look like, more like a, a reptile, an iguana, iguana yeah. yeah, which it worked, but it wasn't Godzilla. No. no. no not the, the one we're used to. <laughs> That's why they took the god out of it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess my pick is going to be who's who's seen uh, the, the newest Suicide Squad movie. Oh, yeah. oh that was oh, one of my... Yeah. Yeah. Starro. Starro, yes. Now, yeah. talk about... A pleasant little surprise. I mean, you see it coming, but you could have never expected the full-on Starro stomping across the city yeah. and looking just as vibrant as he did, if not more than in the comic pages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Die beard yelling, we got a fucking kaiju here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember yeah. that. But yeah, it, it was a very cool scene where everyone's seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Where everyone, oh, yeah. Uh, when Harley uh, dives into the eye with that spear yeah the goopiness floating in there so gross (laughs) but it was like hauntingly beautiful at the same time yeah oh yeah like like you're grossed out but you're like oh that's cute i need a shower like yeah (laughs) i'm in eye juice oh (laughs) poke it up man thinking he's a badass and then bam gone that was the worst (laughs) that sucked so bad i'm a hero (laughs) (laughs) and then another good thing to come from that movie was uh uh fuck what's the name john cena Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Thank you. Did you watch that, Oliver? Yeah. Uh, Well, no, I didn't watch the Peacemaker show, but but I did see the Suicide Squad, and I thought that was really good, yeah. The show Um, was really good. It's worth it. I've seen the opening for the show. The opening is splendid. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of those things you can watch over and over. Every single time. Actually, when Brooke and I were on our way to uh, Lake Erie last Tuesday, we were choosing different songs back and forth on the radio, and Mm -hmm. she turned... Do you really want to? I've got that on my playlist too. <laughs> I know you do. I don't. I don't like being in the car with you when you turn that old '80s metal on because you start driving really fast. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm not blaming you, but at the same time, I have to look out for my ass. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> we are back around to Jack. All right, so so you took my other star, my Starro, because that was one of them. Oh, my, was it? The, yeah, my last one. There's, I guess, there's been a lot of debate on whether. He is a kaiju or not, but 
if you sit and think about what a kaiju is, just a big giant beast. <laughs> I know Riggs have it. Do you? I think I do. Clifford the big red dog. Okay, oh, Jesus. that's not where I thought you, I would. Dude, I thought you were gonna say the Rancor. Come on, no. solid, solid option. But yeah, Clifford, because he's a giant, giant beast that he does wreak havoc. I'm just gonna he pull might my not mean to but, again. Nobody needs yeah. to hear this shit. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to you. Like, there's no wrong answers. There's but a lot of debate. That, I that, one, on that one's close today. to a wrong answer. <laughs> I saw that today. I was like, you know, that's a damn good pick. You know, who doesn't love Clifford the Big Red Dog? And I don't know shit about Clifford other than he's got books and a movie, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. What's the threshold, though? You know, between between it's just a big dog and it's a kaiju. I feel like that's that's where you have to make the distinction. Is can like step on a building. How big? How 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 small can a kaiju be? Right. And how big can a dog be? Well, Clifford is only a puppy, too, so we never even seen him full grown, so he could get true. bigger. Okay, Oliver, you and Rosie need to do a comic <laughs> where Clifford gets rabies and just starts destroying Godzilla shit, okay? versus a Clifford, Clifford Cujo crossover. Clifford Cujo. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now Cujo the big watch. red dog. <laughs> Cujo the big red dog. Oh, man, that's You'd really never know if he scary. had blood on him. No, no, no. no. He wouldn't. Yeah. He wore his red pants. Maybe Damn. that's why he's maybe that's why he's the big red dog. He's just uh, covered. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that brings us back around to Oliver. Um, okay, so this is like kind of a weird cut, but I just rewatched this like yesterday. Uh I don't know if anybody's seen the anime movie Redline. Oh yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, there it's is like I think F Zero X, but a movie. It's like it's like Wild Races, the anime. It's it's like well, not not wild, right? wacky races, wacky races. <laughs> races mixed with like Akira. You put those together and you kind of get this. It's it's absolutely the most insane thing ever. And I had forgotten about it, but it does have, I think, maybe one of the best kaiju battles ever put to animation, like ever, hands down. Really? Um, so in that, uh, Funky Boy is one of the names of the of the kaiju. <laughs> Funky Boy, I think, is 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 sitting pretty high up there on my list. Yeah. yeah. Funky Boy. I'm going to have to Funky look that boy. up. I've got it on He's like a, if you guys want to borrow it. I'll just look it out on YouTube. I'm not going to commit to a fair. movie, but I just... <laughs> but that yeah, it, uh, cool. that's on Amazon, I think, for for oh. free. Yeah, with, with commercials, whatever, wow. you know. But yeah, it's like a giant, yellow, glowing baby. Like giant, yeah. Like really big, yellow, glowing baby. Ugh. It's it's a lot scarier than it sounds. Oh, you but guys it is poo pooing big red dogs, and this is a big yellow baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, though. I would like to see a big yellow baby ride a big yellow, a red dog. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. A great big baby. Great big baby. <laughs> it is terrifying in its own right. Didn't they do that in Rick and Morty somehow? Didn't Summer like? There was something about a big baby. Yeah, that was. It was like Summer like and Morty's like inbred child was like enormous <laughs> and floating through space or something. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, but yeah. Oh my god, that was in the last season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yep. a little sick, but it was still funny. <laughs> still funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, uh, that brings us over to Randy. All right, so for my last pick, uh, I want to talk about the other cartoon Godzilla series I used to watch which is a lot older, and it's when Hanna-Barbera did it. So um, you had you know, Godzilla, and they had, uh, I forget the characters' names, but the, the normal hero humans that were, like, falling around and could, like, summon them. But in typical Hanna-Barbera style, 
they had the goofy sidekick, which was Godzuki. Godzuki, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So this little flying like Godzilla that I think the I think Mel I forget who did the voice on, but it was the same like Mutley style like mm-hmm. mumbling oh, no. or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he was like human sized and flew and like could basically tell Godzilla what to do. So hmm. he could speak to him. Yeah. Yeah. The Godzilla whisperer. Yes. So thanks, <laughs> Hanna Barbera. Wow. All right. Well, let me put this one. This will be the last one we do. And this kind of goes back to the debate uh, that you guys just had. You know, what actually makes a kaiju? I guess, you know, size wise. I'll put this up there and you guys tell me, is it kaiju? Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Ooh. Absolutely. I think I was just be, yeah. thinking about that. Were you? Literally, literally, while we were having this conversation, I was like, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. You just popped into my head. <laughs> Couldn't help it. You're right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah. I'd yeah, say it was yeah. yeah. Because yeah. when I was looking online, uh, God, or, or uh, King Kong was showing up in the lists of kaiju. Mm-hmm. Right. So if he counts, I would say he's got to be, they got to be the same size. Obviously, Godzilla could just step probably on Stapa. <laughs> yeah. Or just kick him to the side, but. That'd be the one kaiju I think you'd want to have come to your city because all everyone just got to take a torch to his foot and that would be it, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> He'd be the easiest to beat. Yeah. <laughs> Tastiest to beat. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Imagine if Godzilla hit him with his beam and he just exploded. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yay! He just covered the city. marshmallow everywhere. <laughs> right, there's worse. Grab a graham cracker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about one more here? Just one more I have listed the Kraken. Yeah. From, uh, I, was I mean, the, the Kraken's been in many of things, but I, I think, I mean, like in what was it, the the the, the pirate movies? That's Pirates like, of the Caribbean, yeah. Like the big uh, squid thing that comes up and grabs ships and pulls you under. I was thinking of uh, yeah, a Clash of the Titans. Titans yeah, Clash of the, the Titans original. is also oh. yeah. The that's a very one. that's a very good design for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the original one, but also, I mean, yeah, in, in pirates, yeah, that was amazing for sure. Ooh, not to be on that boat though. <laughs> when that when that thing's beak came over the side, I was like, oh, oh hell no! That's the creepiest oh, when Jack ever. like goes running into it or yes. whatever. Yep. Yes, yeah. with a sword, with a yes. sword. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna fight it. Well, you know, uh, you know, it's Jack Sparrow, I guess. He's I, not I, all I, there. Yeah, there's not a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what's it? What else is he gonna do though? Just stand there and let it kill him. At least maybe I can cut his gums up a little bit right. before I die. Rum <laughs> at it or something. <laughs> but all right, any other uh, entries before we move on? Mm-mm. We got nothing. We're going to jump to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with Oliver and Rosie about Godzilla, Rivals versus Batra. Stick around. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. 
wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back from commercial, and now we are going to be talking about Godzilla Rivals versus Batra on IDW. And uh, already joining us has been Oliver Ono, the artist. Oliver, once again, thanks for being here with us. Thanks so much for having me. And now joining us is the writer, Rosie Knight. Rosie, thank you so much for being here. Hello, thank you so much for having us. I'm stoked to be here. We're stoked to have you because this was an awesome little book. Uh, you know, we saw Oliver said it was coming out and put it on the pool and have been waiting and heard it came out, ran and got it and loved every minute of it. Uh, but I don't want to divulge uh, too much to the listeners. Why don't you guys just go ahead and tell them all about the book? Oh, well, the book began, I got asked to pitch on Godzilla, which was like a dream project for me because I love Godzilla. I've always loved Godzilla. And, um, and I was lucky enough to get asked did I have an artist I wanted to work with? I was a fan of Oliver. I didn't, we didn't know each other before then. I suggest Oliver, Oliver was into it. And the general pitch from the beginning stayed the same, which is they wanted a story about Batra. Batra's entire vibe and mission is to destroy earth because humans are bad. That's kind of the general Godzilla canon for him. So to keep that in mind, I was like, well, there's lots of pollution now. Maybe that's why Batra would come back. And then we kind of got to build in how Godzilla and maybe another big Godzilla character would get to be in. And because it was Oliver, I made sure to, um, I decided that I would add some mech and build in a kind of world that would show off Oliver's art as, as well as it could. Right. For me, it was kind of out of left field. Um, I think it was like right uh, when I first got approached, I think it was like right at either it, it was right around New Year's. And so I was like already in the middle of like celebrating for New Year's. And then that mm -hmm. happened. It was like, oh, wow. OK, uh, yeah, I guess this year is going to be like an interesting year. Um, I say so you had to have said more than, oh, wow. You had to have been like, oh, yeah, on I the mean, couch or something. oh, wow, is definitely like the first recurring part of Oliver's reaction. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there was a, there was like a holy shit uh, just like on my phone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, no, it was super great getting reached out to. Obviously, like I had I think we had followed each other on on yeah. Instagram, Rosie. So like I knew who you were, but just out of nowhere, we had that whole thing go down. Um, and then seeing that they were kind of like planning for it to work uh like alongside my like art style and kind of like i've become uh i don't i don't want to say like known but like the main stuff that i put out yeah. there is like is like robots and that kind following. of thing so You've you do a have a big following <laughs> yeah. and it was really um, funny because i i so i got asked and we asked oliver like literally the the book was the only thing that got approved was the pitch so i could make it fit oliver's art style that's when i decided to bring in the mechs but it was really funny because you mentioned oliver's following and like Oliver went from having, I don't know, like 1,200 followers or something when we first started talking about it to suddenly it was like 10, 12,000 before we yeah. even announced the book. That was just off Oliver's own art going That's viral. pretty good street cred yeah. right there. It was yeah, really, really cool. <laughs> it was bizarre. It all happened very quickly. Yeah. Um, it was so quick. <laughs> um, no, but then it was just a pleasure to be able to work with like, uh, you know, obviously like this IP that like spans... Uh, well, I mean, the past, what, like 70 years, but yeah. also like millions of um, years. Right. <laughs> right yeah. Exactly. Canon wise, millions and millions of years. But, um, but, but uh, you know, and, and over over the ocean, you know, in the same way, 
like I'm half Japanese, so it was a it was a weird thing to uh, kind of be able to connect the, the the two sides via that as well. So very cool, very cool right. all around. You know, there's been so many times we've had people, you know, a, a, a creative duo like yourselves on the show, and there are times when the story is hitting so good, but the art isn't really representing the story or Mm -hmm. it's the other way around Mm -hmm. the art's amazing but the story isn't there and this is a and i'm not just saying this to kiss anyone's ass i mean this because this was a good book this is a great marriage of uh writer and artist and i that's one of the questions i was going to ask is how you two came together you know because being on idw i don't know if it's something like they suggest who you worked with or you still got to choose who you worked with but it sounds very much like you guys had control over that yeah, it's really interesting. It definitely our our editor is Jazz Joiner, who's just a brilliant editor there and is in charge Absolutely of great. Godzilla and a bunch of other rad licenses. But there's definitely a version of it where I think IDW can come to you as a writer and say, Hey, do you want to pitch on this? We have a, a house stable of artists. But Jazz, since they joined there, has really pushed to spread out and bring more artists into the stable there. Mm -hmm. So like even like Trad Moore did our cover and that was like the first thing Trad had done there. And so in my version of it, I got to uh, I got to make a list of like five people, but Oliver was number one and Jazz also saw Oliver straight away and said, oh, let's do it. And to Toho's credit, like they were just into it straight away. Like Toho and IDW was just like, yes, this art is sick. Like we can totally see the vision for it. And they did, they loved the world building of the mechs. And we were just lucky because I, well, I was lucky that I got to work with Oliver, but we were just lucky because we really get along as well. Like Mm -hmm. it, it, it started, it worked really soon from kind of when it started. And also something I always do as a writer, which I, I would assume helps is like, because you mentioned that thing so often comics are visual medium so often the art is like incredible but the story might not be there or maybe there feels like there's a disconnect between the two right the first thing i always ask or think about with any story that i'm writing is like because i can't draw for shit so like i'm not i'm not (laughs) making the comic without the artist right like so the first thing i always ask is like what does the what does the artist want to draw now who doesn't want to draw godzilla obviously but like but like in my head i'm looking at all of his art and i'm thinking like this is the stuff that appeals to me about it. There's like this ghibliness. There's this beautiful, broken down, like post-apocalyptic, but still with nice, beautiful landscapes. There's all these right. cool mechs. So I'm like, how can we make that the Godzilla story or Godzilla into that story? And I think that's why in this case, especially, like it really hit because it really was like a story that I wanted to tell, but it was I wanted to tell it through Oliver's art. Well, bravo. Mission accomplished. You did it very well. <laughs> yeah, Ro- Rosie really did make the whole process like super easy. And and so did Jazz and really everybody over at IDW. It was like for being like kind of my first like large project, like mm-hmm. uh it was surprisingly like straightforward and 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 easy going like the whole way through. So, um yeah, and it big, was a forty-page uh, book, so it was like baptism yeah. by yeah, fire. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was <laughs> both book. of our first licensed comic, and it was like, oh, by the way, draw forty pages. That's half of some graphic novels, you know. <laughs> that was so going like to some collections. That was going to be my next question: is how long did it take to do all the artwork in this book? I know you said okay, so obviously it was at the end of last year that you got the okay. So, how many yep. hours did, went into into putting this book together visually? Too many. Uh, too many. <laughs> I already knew that. I just was 
very specific yeah. <laughs> uh, number if you had one. <laughs> uh, I would estimate, I don't know, a couple hundred probably at least. Wow. Probably a couple hundred. It was, it was a long time, you know, at, uh, and especially where it's something like this, where it's like specifically with like the monsters, obviously that's their, that's its own entire world of things that you have to get right. But, you know, you want to translate the right things and the fans are like very specific about this sort of oh, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they want to know, they want to know like what specific era, or if uh-huh. you're not going to go with a specific era, they want to know what's the blending where, where's uh-huh. the, and, and, and then. Uh, even like you can pull themes from like, oh, well, it looks like this era of Godzilla. So maybe they're pulling from some ideas on, you know, certain things, which is, I mean, like, I'm, I'm happy to oblige. Like that's super cool um, to have like, to have like specific lore and, and kind of inferences be made. It's like a, its own visual language, but yeah. So, I mean, uh, when you're dealing with things that don't exist in that aspect and then piling it on to like uh, an environment that while, you know, obviously like coastal England does exist not in the specific way that I'm like drawing it. So it's like <laughs> it, it, there was a lot of like heavy development work that had to go mm-hmm. into it to make it not just seem like I was like throwing a bunch of crap together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it was it was definitely like um, that mixture of world building where you were creating something absolutely unique because all of these stories have to be completely standalone and not connected to canon, even though you might be using a Heisei era selection of monsters, but then mixing it with, oh, you have to get the right amount of fins on Godzilla's back. That's like a very unique experience. (laughs) You're creating an entirely new world, Oliver, but like also then, like you said, like you need to get this stuff right. I will just say, I've been involved in many fandoms. I've been... Uh, I've been in conversation with many fandoms. I write about pop culture. The Godzilla fandom is specific, but they are a very pure fandom. That is like a supportive, excitable fandom. Right. It's like, it's been very, and they're very detail oriented. They made a Wikipedia page for the comic, which has, it has like a, a trivia history. section. It has, yeah. Yeah. It has like a history of the different covers because there was some kind of different covers released. It is it's pretty cool. And we did a panel at San Diego Comic-Con and, and it was full and uh, and nice. it was just, everyone was just really stoked about Godzilla. So yeah. it's a very positive, it's a very positive yeah, uh, group of people. Yeah. Something that everyone never ceases to be hungry for. There's never enough of it. You know what I mm-hmm, mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. So you guys had already said you were aware of Godzilla, obviously, who wasn't, but you already said, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, certain looks to Godzilla from certain eras. And like you said, like the number of spines on his back, for example, how much (laughs) research did you guys have to do to get all that stuff right? Uh, A good amount, honestly, on my end. Um, Like I, I definitely had to review and figure out like, you know, I had, I had kind of an idea for the overall shaping that I wanted to do, but like for the specific, you know, what are the shapes of the fins? What, is, what does he have ears or does he not have ears? Does he, right. you know, like there, there was a good amount that goes into every tiny little feature, even like how, how thick are his like calves was mm-hmm. like an actual like, <laughs> yeah. like thing that was discussed. Chunky Godzilla, you know what I mean? that's like yeah. a big deal. Also yeah, as well, I think it's, it's, it's really interesting because like, the, the nature of this license and arrival specifically is like you can't directly really reference anything in the movies like it's you're just using right. the monsters so Oliver's almost creating his own monster but it still has to be recognizable enough so like we made like a a vision like a lots of 
references, visual references for the different monsters. Batra's only been in one right movie so that was kind of interesting because it's like it needs to look like him and be recognizable as batra but also not there was also some one. leeway with that though yeah, i mean honestly like cool, cool it was stuff. interesting because like it's not like batra is he's underutilized and and so there wasn't as much defined um like standards as to like how specifically he's able to move mm-hmm. and how how yeah, he's yeah. able, it, like like there was not a specific standard as to like uh well his other other than like okay his the the pattern on his wings is this mm. pattern yeah even, like, and the, the colors and even that but was... even the colors they let me go kind of yeah. like off the wall a little bit because like i definitely made him a little bit more like hardcore looking than like because mm-hmm. he's <laughs> like yeah, very bright wings yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah, very bright normally cool. but i kind of like you know originally because i i wasn't familiar with bachelor before uh being brought onto the project but i mean i i'm a big big fan now at this point of course (laughs) um but originally like rosie brought it to me and was like essentially you're dealing with like goth mothra it's It's like it's it's goth Goth (laughs) and and that was like i'm like hooked onto it from that point you know I want to see yeah. a Gothra that just like right? just left hot topic with all its new chain yeah, bangs with, like, all the in its chains face. and the, the makeup. Yeah, yeah, and the other the thing <laughs> the thing that's like really funny as well about that is kind of like well, yeah, what we had to do a lot of research around it to be like the fans want to see certain stuff, right? So Mothra uses the cosmic beams, which is like the eye weaponry. You have to do that. I mean, Batra, sorry. You have to do that. And and then you have, you know, um, Godzilla using those certain moves that you know. There's certain things you want to see if you're a Godzilla fan. But also, you have to, we find new ways of them to communicate because they can't talk. Because it's like the movies right. and comics is a visual. You can't hear the sounds. I mean, Oliver, we had a lot of fun working out how to do sound effects. What sound does Godzilla make when he roars? How would Oliver put that? How do you make it feel as big? So it was very, it was very good. It was never really challenging because it was so much fun, but there were challenges when it came to like that balance between making it recognizable, but making it its own thing. Right. I can't imagine that would be easy, especially dealing with an IP like this. <laughs> but so I know this comic was a one shot. Is this the only Godzilla you guys are going to do? Or are you going to be doing further issues of Godzilla? We hope. Are you, that oh, we is there get NDAs in flux? Can we, you not say? You know what? We 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 don't have anything that's like fully confirmed, but we hope that we will do more work together. And if we got to do more work with Godzilla, we would be extremely stoked. And we're like. We got our cosmic beams on it. Like we would want to, <laughs> we would want to do more. So, uh, yeah, but yeah we're definitely going to be, we're definitely going to be working together more. Well, Hopefully. I know we're going to be wanting to see it. So we'll be rooting for you guys, though. I don't think you'll need much rooting. It sounds like you're probably going to get that uh, next issue. But I want to encourage people to check out uh, Oliver on Instagram at Oliver Ono and at OliverOno.com. Check out Rosie at Instagram at Rosie Marks. That's M-A-R-X. And Rosie, do you have a website yourself? I do. It's RosieOliviaKnight.com. One day it will just be Rosie Knight. I do own the... I do own the name. I just haven't transferred it over yet. <laughs> but for now, if you just search, if you just search Rosie Knight or Rosie Marks on Google, it, it should come up. And there's a bunch of free comics you can read on there, and links to where you can find like Batra and other comics that I've written and stuff. 
And we're going to be linking both your guys' information in the episode and on the website to help uh, direct people over there, though it looks like you don't need any help from us. you got plenty of followers. But uh, congratulations to you guys. What a cool book this is. It's a beautiful book. It's a fun read, and I look forward to seeing more of you guys' work. Thank you so much. Thank you, bud. Thank you both so much. Appreciate yeah, it. means a lot. Jack, what do we have on the website, sir? Let's see if I can do this without having a without fucking aneurysm up. like I did last time. I believe in you. <laughs> Go to candarepodcast.com where you can listen, like, follow, subscribe, buy some merch, become a patron, see some YouTube videos. And if you'd like to be a guest to promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at candarepod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. If you like what we're doing, want to show some support, once again, on our website that Jack was just talking about, candarepodcast.com. There's a, a button for T-shirts, which we have new designs new up, right? Merch oh, up. Yeah, yep, do. yep. And and they're they're uh, made by patron uh, Joshua Bellis. Yep. And I, you're gonna have to refresh me. One of them was a Star Wars looking one. Another one yeah, was the Ninja Turtles. Oh, how could I forget? Oh, that? cool. <laughs> Got to get that shirt. So you can get some merch there. Uh, you can head over to our Patreon page, where for five to ten dollars a month, get you access to a catalog that the normies aren't getting people, and it's juicy stuff, mm-hmm. if you ask me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's not all too juicy, but there's some fun shit on there, so check that out. And uh, what am I forgetting? We need ghost stories, people. We're coming up on Halloween. We've already got some in the barrel, but we need more. We want you guys to reach out to us, let us know any paranormal experiences you've had. Uh, it's just strange, unexplainable. Even uh, I, someone reached out with a UFO story. So even in that nice. in that uh, category, we want to hear it. We want to get you on the show to tell it for our Halloween episode. Uh, if you do have such a story, hit us up at info at candarepodcast.com and let us know. And as always, evergreenpodcast.com. There it is. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. I'm Oliver Ono. And I'm Rosie Knight. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other. Oh, no! Don't run! It'll only make things worse! What? Remember, you never want to approach a stray dog, especially one that's foaming at the mouth. Get away from the animal as quickly as you can and tell a grown-up. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. This has been a Canned Air production. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.